morning and welcome to See You in the Morning, the daily headlines podcast from Savannah Morning News. I'm Will Peebles and today is Martin Luther King Day, January 20th. See You in the Morning is a production of Savannah Morning News and SavannahNow.com. You can find this show as well as tons of other local content at SavannahNow.com. As Savannah Morning News photo chief Steve Bisson, great guy, worked through a half-century-old box of negatives to catalog and scan, he made a discovery. Submerged within this paper's old photo files, 14 negatives provide a documentation of two Savannah appearances by the Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. back in 1964. According to our records and the copy of the February 1964 Southern Christian Leadership Conference newsletter presented by Tougaloo College's online civil rights movement archive, King visited Savannah at least twice in 64. The newly discovered photos show the civil rights leader when he gave a speech early in the year at the Savannah Municipal Auditorium to promote voter registration, and then again in late September when the 8th annual SCLC convention was held in Savannah. Former Savannah Mayor Edna Jackson, who was active in the civil rights movement with the NAACP in various communities across the South back in the 60s, remembers that when King visited Savannah, he was impressed by the local leaders who were advocating for racial equality. Jackson said Savannah didn't need any help, so he left because he felt Savannah already had great leadership. King worked with her mentor, Savannah civil rights legend W.W. Law, who helped the community make great progress towards desegregation since the early 60s. She said Savannah started integrating before the Civil Rights Act was passed. But as every year goes by and an increasing number of youth anticipate Martin Luther King Jr. Day more as a holiday than a commemoration, Jackson asserts that the time is of the essence when it comes to teaching the civil rights movement's significance. This story, which includes the aforementioned photos, is by Nick Robertson. And uh, you can find it at savannahnow.com. It's super cool. Go check it out. Like all good Savannah celebrations, MLK Day will have a parade, and as all parades indicate, there will be a number of street closures. Those closures are set to start kind of early this year in the staging area, which covers East Broad Street and Price Street from Liberty to Gwinnett. The streets in the staging area will be closed to vehicular traffic at 6 a.m. on Parade Day. The parade itself begins at 10 at the intersection of East Broad and Liberty Streets, but the streets included in the parade route will close to vehicular traffic around 9.45 a.m. Those streets will remain closed until the parade has cleared the area. From the start point, they go up East Broad Street to Broughton, then turn left on Broughton to go all the way to MLK Junior Boulevard, and then you're going to turn south on MLK Junior Boulevard to Anderson Street, where the parade will disband. No parking zone notices were posted along the parade route last week, so any vehicles remaining in the no parking zones after 12.01 a.m., that means if you're in there and you're listening to this now, it's too late, will be towed at the owner's expense. Any vehicles traveling north on Broughton Street should enter from either Interstate 516 or President Street, and vehicular traffic will not be able to cross Broughton Street headed north until after the parade is cleared. If you're looking to get north of Broughton during that time tomorrow, uh, police recommend going east of Broad Street and uh, taking Randolph Street to Bay Street. Traffic is expected to be back to normal around 3 p.m. today. Is it cliche to do an MLK quote? I don't care. And I must confess, my friends, that the road ahead will not always be smooth. There will be rocky places of frustration and meandering points of bewilderment. There will be inevitable setbacks here and there. And there will be those moments when the buoyancy of hope will be transformed into the fatigue of despair. 
Our dreams will sometimes be shattered and our ethereal hopes blasted. We may again, with tear-drenched eyes, have to stand before the bier of some courageous civil rights worker whose life will be snuffed out by the dastardly acts of bloodthirsty mobs. But difficult and painful as it is, we must walk on in the days ahead with an audacious faith in the future. That's from my MLK book I very strongly recommend. It's the last one that he wrote before his assassination called Where Do We Go From Here? Thank you all for joining us and from everyone here at the newsroom. I'm Will Peebles and we'll see you in the morning.